Professional, your weekly legal podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 109. I hope you are having a fantastic day wherever you are. Uh, I hope that uh, I hope that uh, this season of life for you has not been so overwhelming that you haven't been able to slow down and see all the beauty all around you. You know, a lot of times that's what happens. In the midst of stress or confusion or anxiety, we miss out on the things that are all around us, the simple things. And, you know, for me, I I try to say this every once in a while, but the, the simple things matter. You woke up this morning, you took a breath. Some of you had a cup of coffee. Lord knows I had at least... Uh, four before I got to this, but uh, that's important, right? That's that's significant. That's something to be celebrated. Some of you got in a car. That's to be celebrated. You live in a house. That's to be celebrated. That's something to be thankful for. You have kids. Many of you have kids that are really, really health, healthy. Like, that's something to be thankful. Maybe in the midst of all the crazy, all the nuts stuff that's going on right now, all the doom and gloom that we find all around us, Maybe today, on your way to work or on your run, just stop, slow down, look around, and be grateful for the simple things in life that constantly remind us God has not abandoned us. He is near to us. He loves you. He sees you. And it's a great way to start uh, the day. It's also a great way to start a podcast. So uh, that's what we're going to do. Hey, listen, for those of you who continue to listen and subscribe and send out all these things on uh, all your social media platforms, thank you so much. Really, really appreciate it. Um, I've heard a little stories, not a ton of them, but I've heard stories here and there where people will send a podcast um, based upon a passage or something to a friend of theirs and just say, you know, check this out. Um, this was really helpful to me. And and so those people have hit me back and just said, hey, a friend sent this over to me. That was really cool. So anyway, maybe that's something that you've done or you're doing. Thank you so much uh, for getting I, what I really believe you are getting God's word out to more people. So that's a cool thing. And then for those of you who uh, donate on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash front porch confessional. And those of you who have just sent checks, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you for your generosity. It really is encouraging and helps me to continue doing what I do here on the front porch, uh, not just for you, but for uh, many, many other people. So thank you so much. Um, Our passage for today is a really hard passage, but a really, really good passage. Uh, And and it's uh, Matthew 5, uh, 48. And it says this, You, therefore, must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Matthew 5, 48. You, therefore, must be perfect, as your heavenly Father is perfect. I, uh, when I was growing up, one of my favorite movies, I wasn't allowed to watch a lot of movies. Uh, we were, grew up pretty conservative, and so I didn't watch a lot of movies. But one of the movies that I was able to watch was a movie called Chariots of Fire. And the movie Chariots of Fire is uh, a story about Eric Liddell. Eric Liddell was like a, I think he was like a Scottish runner. And basically, he overcomes the odds. He's this Christian guy. He kind of overcomes the odds in, in the Olympics. And um, he's this amazing runner. But he makes this stand, this commitment, that he won't run on Sunday. So that's kind of one of the stands he makes based upon his faith. And uh, so, uh, but it's kind of his story and how he's this incredible 
runner that kind of overcame all the odds. Really kind of cool story. Um, if you're looking for a movie to watch with your kids, that might be a good one. Uh, pretty easy, pretty cool uh, tie into life and and faith and all those kind of things. But Eric, Eric Liddell uh, was, was an extraordinary man, an evangelist, shared the word of God, the love of God with a lot of people. And he had this really great quote. He said this. He said, God made me fast. And when I run, I feel his presence. God made me fast. And when I run, I feel uh, sorry, his pleasure, not his presence, but I, I mean, I'm sure he felt his presence too, but God made me fast. And when I run, I feel his pleasure. It's as if, as Eric Liddell is running, he is understanding who God has made him to be, who he was created to be and what he was created to go after. And as he did that, he was living into some form of, and we have to redefine this word perfect, this perfection that God had welcomed him into. And so therefore he felt the pleasure of God. And what I find for so many people in this world, I hear this over and over and over and over and over people trying to find their purpose in this world. This passage is all about purpose. It's all about purpose. And what I love about that quote and I love about Eric Liddell is he found his purpose. He found who God had called him to be and he went after that. So wake up in the morning, look around. Isn't it amazing? Like so many people wake up in the morning and they look around and they think, is this it? Have you ever done that? Where you just woke up and you look around and you're like, is this it? Is this all life is about? And then we go to our jobs and we ask the same question, right? Is this job the same job I'm supposed to have for the rest of my life, right? And we go over and over after thing after thing. And then we create different vices to pull us out of the monotony. We drink and we eat to escape. We go in debt. We fulfill some fantasy in usually some negative way, all because we don't know our purpose. But that's just it. We do. And for most of us, we're running away from it and our souls know it. Here's the thing. As a believer in Jesus Christ, you have intrinsic purpose. You have a purpose in this world. I believe if you go back and listen to the 108 podcasts before this, you will find a common theme that I am weaving through these things is that you matter that you are created on purpose for a purpose. And this is what this passage is, is all about. So many people are wandering around trying to figure out who they are and what they're supposed to do, where they're supposed to go. And they miss out on the greater thing that God's called them to be. And this literally is what Jesus is trying to get to uh, at, in, in the section of the Sermon on the Mount. Remember, we just went through um, the Beatitudes, which are this kind of movement towards what it means to be kingdom people. And in this particular segment, he ends with this verse. Jesus has just got done unpacking what it means 
to be kingdom citizens, what that looks like. And, and like I said, in episodes uh, 98 through 104, we unpack those Beatitudes. But then he continues on, right? He, he says you need to be salt and be light. He talks about anger and lust and divorce and oaths and re- retaliations and loving your enemies. And he ends with this verse. This verse is tying a bow, if you will, a great challenge, but tying a bow on all that he's just proclaimed, that life isn't what you thought it was. And you really can and will make a difference. And so this proclamation to be perfect is I am perfect is staggering for us. You know, many of us would say, are are you kidding me? I can't be perfect. And Jesus would say, depends on how you define perfect. You're right. We can't be Jesus, fully Jesus. We can't be perfect, the sinless son of God. We, we can't do that. But we can be like Jesus in the way we live and love. That's what he's calling us into. And that's why he ends this section of scripture the way he does. It's fulfilling your purpose here on earth in light of who God is and who he's created you to be. And he's created you to be like Jesus, to love like Jesus, to care like Jesus, to have the ethics like Jesus, to be humble like Jesus, to care like Jesus. And when we do that, we are, we are, we are, practicing perfection. We're not perfect, and the actions that we have aren't perfect, but it, this, that's not what the definition of perfection is here and how the people would have translated it. It's literally going, are you becoming like Jesus? Now, the theological term that we can kind of wrap around this is sanctification. Our sanctifying process is our process in which we become more like Jesus, which means those vices that you have in your life are preventing you from becoming and fulfilling your purpose here on earth. What are those vices for you? What are those things that you're trying to do to break you out of the mundane? I've got them. Most of us have them. But we need to bring those before the Lord and go, this, this, is, this is not filling me up. And I, I, I want to live like you. I want to love like you. I am watching our world go crazy. I'm watching people who proclaim themselves as followers of Jesus Christ go crazy because their purpose has been wrapped up in, let's, I could pick a thousand of them, But their purpose is picked up in their politics and not in the person of Jesus Christ. Not that politics aren't important and politicians aren't important. I'm not saying that. They're just not more important than Jesus. And Jesus is like, be perfect is I am perfect. Look how I lived my life. Look how I loved. Look how I served. And on and on and on and mimic that. 
He, it says in Hebrews that he is the pioneer and the perfecter of our faith. And then it encourages us to run the race, to run it like Jesus, to live like him. This is what this passage is. This passage is a commission. It's a calling. It's a declaration. People of, people of the way, that's what the Christians, early Christians were called, people of the way, lead the way like Jesus. Jesus is empowering us into Christ-likeness to be a fragrance. Think about that. You ever walk by somebody who just smells amazing? Like, and you can kind of see some heads turn a little bit. My, my buddy I met, that, he's one of my, my close buddies here. He smells amazing. He just does. The cologne he wears, he just all, and so I'm telling you, like ben, Ben's like, my son Ben says this about Ahmed. He goes, hey, there's two things about Ahmed. He dresses, he, see, he goes, he smells as good as he dresses because Ahmed dresses really good too. Like he smells as good, like he's a fragrance in this world, right? And here's the great thing about Ahmed, the way he lives his life, he's a fragrance. And, 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 and God, uh, through his son Jesus, is inviting us into that Christ lightning so that wherever we go and whatever we do matters. No matter what you do or where you are at, you have a purpose, and your purpose is to be like Jesus no matter where you're at or where you're going. This is what he's calling us into. So we are to be perfect. We are perfect when we fulfill who God has called us to be. And the question that that maybe you might uh, think through this week, wrestle through this week is this. Am I struggling to find my purpose? And if so, why? If that's a question, question for so many people, are you struggling to find a purpose? And if that's the case, why? Ask yourself that question this week. Father God, we love you. You are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Jesus, you paved the way for us. You showed us. You showed us what it was to love and to live for God, to love other people, to care and to serve. Commission us through your spirit and convict us to live in the footsteps and the example that you've set before us. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you.